Life, Strength, and Health Podcast, Episode 59. It's what you bring to the mat is what you're going to get out of it. Welcome, everyone. This is Life, Strength, and Health Podcast with Jamal and Kim, where each and every week we educate, empower, and inspire you to live healthier. So let's dive into the show. Hi, Kim here, and welcome to another episode of Life, Strength, and Health Podcast. This is episode 59. And uh, before we dive into today's show, I just want to say thank you for listening and tuning in. Um, I mentioned in the previous episode that we have surpassed 15,000 downloads, and we are actually steadily creeping up on 16,000 downloads. So I want to say thank you. Jamal and I are truly grateful for you tuning in. We receive great feedback from you guys who um, are listening. Continue to listen. Please spread the message of this show because it's truly our mission to educate, empower, and inspire you to live healthier. And don't forget, we are on all major podcasts players. We are on Stitcher Radio, iTunes. We're on Google Play Music. Um, I will be submitting our podcast to iHeart, so I'll let you know when that happens. Um, so we are out there. And if you um, do not you know, have a, a smartphone, or if you're not um, into the apps on the smartphone, you can most certainly just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com. Um, forward slash podcast and get access to all of the show notes and ep- previous episodes on our website. So I want to dive into this episode's organic food for thought. Uh, this topic we're going to be talking about today is on proper elimination. Uh, for those of you who have listened to our previous shows, you know that I am a colon hydrotherapist. I have been a colon hydrotherapist for over 10 years. And uh, a lot of people ask me, they say, you know, Kim, how did you get into colon hydrotherapy? And believe me, I always tell people, this is not something that I dreamt that I would ever do. Um, you know, I, 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 I always laugh because um, when I first was going to colon hydrotherapy school, I was telling Jamal, like my first day, like, I can't believe that I'm doing this. You know, it's just something that I never thought I would do, but I knew that it would support our mission to help people to reverse imbalances in their body and to achieve optimum health if that's what they so desired. And colon health is so important. It is like the foundation of good health. If you have a weak digestive system or sluggish colon, you it, it's nearly impossible to achieve optimum health. You will always face some health imbalance. And I want to touch on elimination um, because a lot of people say, you know, how many times should I be having a bowel movement per day? And I always say that you should have at least one large bowel movement at least per day. When you consume foods, um, some people think that when you eat breakfast, you know, and you have a bowel movement a couple hours later, that that was your breakfast that you ate. But it takes about 18 to 24 hours to from eating your food to it going through your digestive system to elimination. It takes about 18 to 24 hours. So this morning's breakfast should be a bowel movement tomorrow morning. And um, if you really want to chart your elimination um, time. One good way is to take activated charcoal, take two capsules of it with a meal, write down when you took 
deactivated charcoal and then chart. And when you have a dark black bowel movement, that is how long your bowel transit time is. And that can give you an accurate measure of how long it takes you to uh, digest your food. And if your digestive time is longer than 18 to 24 hours, then you want to seriously take a look at how can I correct it so that my body is eliminating, digesting and eliminating my foods effectively and, um, you know, properly. Because over time, like the average person has about, you know, 15 to 25 pounds of impacted waste in their colon over their lifetime. And when you you know, hold on to this impacted waste, it does weigh down on your body. And a lot of people say, oh, I'm getting older, but a lot of times their body is getting more toxic. And time and time again, when people come to our center, Life Strength and Health, to get a colon hydrotherapy session, they are amazed how, you know, how much waste they release and how they feel after a session. Because over time, if you start to accumulate impacted waste and other, uh, you know, toxins in your colon that you're not eliminating, you get used to feeling a certain way. You get used to feeling sluggish or irritable. Um, you know, you might be wondering, why am I bloated all the time? Or why is my breath, you know, not smelling the greatest? And a lot of times you can attribute it to a poor digestive system. So if you, um, if you're, you're not having at least one large bowel movement a day, or if you tracked your bowel transit time with the activated charcoal and you're seeing that, you know, my uh, digestive system is a little sluggish, then you want to put your energy and effort into figuring out why or work with a qualified health professional to help you get your digestive system to where it needs to be because so many health challenges stems from a poor digestive system. There is a saying, death begins in the gut and there's a reason why. So you definitely want to get that moving, get that in gear so you can feel your best vibrant self. So if you need help with getting your digestive system on track, um, if you're not having regular bowel movements or if your bowel transit time is longer than it should be, um, Jamal and I would love to work with you, whether you live in New Jersey or not, um, because it's not just about getting a colon hydrotherapy session. There's so much that goes into your digestive system. And if you want help with that, um, we'll be more than willing to help you with that. And we would love to work with you. So just give us a call at one 800 503 7127 or just go to com and click the schedule an appointment button and you can schedule a consultation or virtual consultation. And like I said, we would love to work with you. Okay, so let's dive into today's interview. Today's special guest is Liz Morella. Liz is a yogi. Uh, she's a holistic health practitioner and she is also a personal trainer. And uh, you'll hear in today's interview, we've known Liz for quite a few years. And Liz is also our resident yoga instructor at our Holistic Center Life Strength and Health here in New Jersey. Liz is a phenomenal teacher. She was the yoga instructor on our um, Holistic Health Retreat, our Rejuvenation Retreat. She um, was the yoga instructor there. And for anyone new to yoga, um, a little wary, has some reservations or concerns for whatever reason, this is a great episode for you because we dive into yoga, um, talk about a lot of the misconceptions. And, you know, really, yoga is for anyone, no matter what age, religion, 
um, physical limitations you have, yoga can benefit anyone. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview with Liz Morella. Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and today we are joined by Liz Morella. Liz, how are you? I'm great. Great to have you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, greetings, Liz. Good to have you on. For everyone that uh, that doesn't know, we at Life, Strength, and Health, we um, offer a yoga class, and, and Liz teaches our yoga class mm-hmm. on, uh, well, at least for now, on Wednesdays at 7 o'clock. And uh, she's such a phenomenal teacher. Yes. And, um, you know, so many people that, as popular as yoga is, there's still a lot of people that uh, have misconceptions about it, have never tried it uh, before, and uh, or the versions that they tried didn't really resonate with them. So we definitely wanted to, um, you know, bring Liz on and uh, and talk about it a little bit and try to inform you and uh, hopefully maybe inspire you to get out and, and take a class. So, Liz, uh, tell us a little bit, for those who uh, don't know you, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, your journey into becoming a, a yogi and health and things like that. Who is uh, Liz Morella? Okay. Well, I um, my quest, my journey started um, about 20 years ago. Um, I have, ha- at that time, I was having significant health problems. Um, nobody could really put a finger on exactly what it was, but I was dealing with uh, basically a plethora of thyroid-related issues, and I later found that it was candida, that I had an overgrowth of candida, although that no one really knew that when I first started, and I was being bounced from specialist to specialist, trying to figure out what's wrong with me, and putting me on different medications. As you know, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Now you get bounced around in the healthcare system, um, going from doctor to specialist and different pharmaceutical medications, and nothing seemed to be working. Uh, I was still having a lot of health problems, um, and uh, I wasn't feeling well. I just There was just a general feeling of not being well and having repeated um, yeast infections. Every month I was getting them, and my OBGYN, after a year and a half or so, finally said to me, I don't know what else to do for you, Mm. Um, and because I had been through all of the medication, and a lot of those medications are really not good for your liver. Mm -hmm. So um, he gave me an article out of his medical journal, um, and it talked about very similar symptoms to what I was having. It was a very broad-reaching condition. Um, as a, it was basically an overgrowth of candida in the system. Mm-hmm. And so I read about that and I did as much research as I could. And that's really what brought me to um, learning about health and wellness and wanting to really delve into improving my own condition, my own health condition. Yeah. Um, I started researching and um, doing, you know, lots and lots of reading and talking to people in health food stores, and that kind of launched me into making huge changes in my own life. 
Um, so, you know, along with food changes and um, exercise changes, I started looking into stress reduction. How do I, you know, improve my health overall, not just not just one way, but, you know, in a broad, a very broad sense. So as I started making more and more lifestyle and dietary changes, um, each consecutive success over time kind of set me moving and um, on that domino effect of, wow, I really like this. Oh, I really feel better. Oh, this mm-hmm. is really improving. And, you know, it, it really puts you on your path to wellness. Yes. And, um, and so after, you know, six months, nine months, a year of really improving my own health, uh, I met um, I met other people that were doing other things, you know, like yoga and, and really helping themselves by exercising regularly. And as time went on, I started to delve into all the different things. So becoming a yoga instructor um, has really helped me to make that mind-body connection a yes. lot stronger and further enhance my ability to assist others along their path to wellness. Um I first became a personal trainer uh, about 19 years ago, and so that I, I took that physical sense of, of helping others um, into health and wellness and, and fitness, and then um, food a lot more. I started incorporating a lot more food and nutritional counseling, mm-hmm. and then as I became a yoga instructor, I really started to make that connection better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so for me, teaching yoga is a labor of love. I absolutely love teaching. Yes. Uh, it's fun, and it gives me the opportunity to see people, you know, travel along their own path. At, usually in the beginning, it's all physical, and then as time goes on, they learn um, to incorporate more of the stress reduction and the spiritual aspect to it um, into their own daily life. Mm-hmm. They do Yeah. You know, thank you for sharing that that story. Yes. Um, a couple of things. Uh, you said a lot of great things, but one thing I just want to point out is that, uh, you know, there's a lot of different types of uh, yoga out there. And, you know, Kim and I, we've taken yoga on and off for, you know, a, a long time. And, you know, we've always uh, really enjoyed when we went to um, yoga studios to, to take yoga. It was just something different about yoga studios. And then... At gyms, we really just didn't care for gym yoga. Like, it was just different. And, you know, when we first joined the gym that we're currently at and we took uh, your class for this first time, it was so different than the other uh, yoga classes that we take at in gym. Like, it was very holistic. That's why it was packed. Yeah, (laughs) our classes were always packed. Like, sometimes we would walk by and we couldn't even get in. And then we would try to get away and she might catch us and tell us to squeeze in the corner somewhere in the front. And um, so, uh, you know, your connection with the the breath and everything, it was so holistic and we always enjoyed your class and we could really Mm -hmm. see how much you love to do it and uh, she would do free classes uh, in the park and things like that so we really see um, you know that this is a, a true passion it's something that you love and it, it shines through and we appreciate you for that and uh and, and one of the things that you talk about was just your journey, and we see it all the time. You know, the practitioners that go through something and they heal themselves, they always make the best 
uh, practitioners. And um, you speak about, um, you know, yeast, yeast, candida, and, you know, I'm saying what I'm saying is that that is really such a growing uh, challenge for so many people in our society because um, there's so much stress in our society and people are turning towards sugar for comfort and um, in them, you know, turning to these processed foods and sugar, they're uh, feeding the bad bacteria and um, that is manifesting in so many different ways and um, the medical industry is they're giving it so many different names when the root of it is really um, the the yeast so um, you know so you're bringing that up and you're talking about the mind body connection that is so um, it's just so appropriate Um, and then you're finding your way with uh, with with yoga which helps uh, you know kind of address that so uh so so thank you for for sharing that and you know just in talking about you know these things like what's your perspective on and I know it's a huge topic but what's your perspective on the the current state of health in the United, United States right now? Well that's a really loaded question. It's a yeah. very difficult question. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to say from my yogi perspective, okay, which is that uh, I want to be positive and I want to you know, look at the rainbow after the storm and and see um, what's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's good is that the state of the health in, in the United States is probably improving. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's improving because of awareness. Uh, people are really starting to pay more attention. Um, that is a good thing. Yeah. Um, on the other side, though, the reality is is that it's slowly improving. <laughs> um, and uh, if I were to take one single word um, at the state of the health in the United States, it would be sad mm-hmm. um, yeah. and perhaps even scary. <laughs> very. Um, because it's a very difficult and multifaceted um issue right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the health is people are not paying enough attention, and even the people that are, are, are largely confused. And yeah. the state of the information that we're being given, there's so much misunderstanding and so much misinformation that it's really hard to sort through um, for a layperson. There's right. just so, it's, there's so much information and it's so conflicting that it, it definitely I think that's one of the things that creates some measure of stress for people Yes, is they want to do the right thing but they don't know what to do because they have so many um, different opinions about what's right and what's not that then they're like well I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to go have McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know, it's all right easier. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do that. You know, and and that's sad and scary to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, it, it it's true. People won't just say, "Hey, you know." Well, everyone seems to be agreeing that an apple is healthy, so I'm going to go eat an apple. It's just like, you know what? I'm just going to have McDonald's. I don't I don't care. So right. uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to do, and, <laughs> and I hate to think that people don't care. Right. Um, I unfortunately they don't really understand yeah. how 
the connection is between their everyday feelings and thoughts and and how their body feels every single day is is just absolutely connected right Mm-hmm. Um, their food consumption. Yeah, you know everything. You are that old saying. You are what you eat. That is so true. Yes, yes. So, so we talk about you know the mindfulness. People being more mindful of what they're doing in their lifestyle, what they're putting into their mouths. We were just yeah. we were just um, in a previous show that we did uh, last week. We were talking about just that consciousness of. Uh, of how to make that that lifestyle shift, and uh, you know, we really feel that um, you know yoga should be a big part of that. And uh, you know, we know one of the, your style of yoga is, is vinyasa. Uh, like, can you, can you tell us about that? Like, what is vinyasa yoga? Sure, vinyasa yoga is the combination of postures or poses put together, asanas, um, in a flowing manner. So you basically flow from one posture to another in a sequence um, that's comfortable, something that moves, that kind of flows from one posture to another so that it feels good as you open and close the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do these combination of poses in a repeated way. Um, basically, we call them successive rounds. Um, in that, you can insert uh, individual postures but basically, the, the idea between vinyasa is to combine poses, to flow through them, and to make the practice of coupling your breath with your movement so that you feel as if you are flowing. It's almost like a dance. Mm-hmm. You are flowing through the postures, um, and, and with each successive round, you, you um, go a little deeper into the posture. And and I know you mentioned just using the breath along with your posture. Like, why is using the breath uh, along with the posture, why is that so important? Well, the use of the breath is important um, for a lot of different reasons. One, um, the rhythmic contraction and relaxation of the diaphragm during breathing helps to massage the abdominal organs and improve their function. That creates a more efficient breathing pattern and uh, along with your movements and it allows the body to get more oxygen and nutrition to the muscles um, and the joints during during exercise or during your yoga practice. Mm-hmm. Um, think of it as uh, the rhythmic marching like uh, that the military employs, mm-hmm. okay? When you set your breathing into a rhythmic motion, it really allows your body to become more efficient in the use of oxygen and the um, expelling of carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. And it gives your body an opportunity to, to rhythm works for us. You know, it really allows the body, um, it works for us in a, in a physical sense and in a mental uh, uh, sense. You know, it helps us to be able to be in that rhythm. So it makes us more efficient. Right. Right. And we talk about that all the time, you know, at Life Strength and Health, just breath control, controlling your breath. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's why we really was attracted to, you know, just uh, your expertise in using the breath uh, as a part of this uh, this healing. And a lot of times with yoga, because there's a lot of 
you know, different things out there about yoga, positive and negative. But um, when the average person uh, thinks about yoga, the only thing that they really kind of think about is like stretching, you know, oh, yoga is stretching. And that's all they kind of see it as is just like stretching. But it's so much much more than that. Can you just kind of explain, you know, some of the benefits of of, uh, vinyasa yoga? Sure. So many benefits. Uh, Vinyasa affects the body on a lot of different levels. Um, It's an aerobic style of yoga. So it kind of generates heat um, from your muscles working. The surface blood vessels, um, they start to dilate and release heat. This combines with sweating to maintain so that your body maintains its body temperature. This produces that sweat or that healthy glow to the skin, and it releases toxins, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, as you, you're going to be sweating in a vinyasa class, so you definitely want to hydrate. That's really important. Um, but the repetitive nature, the way vinyasa works, um, is it takes the joints through an increasing range, um, an increasingly greater range of motion improving the circulation of the body fluids. So that in, includes it, it improves the circulation um, of the blood, so it increases your cardiovascular fitness. It also improves the circulation of the synovial fluid um, around the joint. So that fluid that is in your joints that helps to lubricate and cushion, um, it really improves that circulation, bringing nutrients to this cartilage and and this part of your joint. Mm-hmm. Um, by working the muscles, it increases their metabolic rate. It mm-hmm. causes a rise in the body temperature. It increases the pliability in the ligaments and the tendons um, and the muscles. So this, this alternating contraction and stretching of the muscles, it really improves um, your blood flow and um, by compressing and expanding the veins. All right, so there's a lot that goes into that vinyasa flow that really helps your body mm-hmm. um, maintain its fitness, maintain health. Uh, you know, in listening to uh, what you're saying as far as the, the benefits, sounds like it's many and, and great. Uh, sounds like it could be really beneficial for people with, uh, you know, joint challenges and stiffness uh-huh. and uh but you know a lot of times people that have those those um challenges they shy away from that we get a we get a lot of people that you know we recommend uh yoga and they feel like you know they're uh not you know because they may be tight or because they you know may have joint issues or or different types of uh posture challenges they think that it's it's not uh for them like who is uh yoga for Yoga is for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely, anyone can practice yoga. Even an individual that's wheelchair bound or that, that, that or even may not be wheelchair bound but has um, significant issues with movement, mm-hmm. you know, walking or whatever, they can still practice yoga. You practice it seated. Right. It's amazing what you can do with yoga. It's really for anyone and everyone because it's a very, very complete form of exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, it, in my opinion, it's absolutely probably the most complete form mm-hmm. um, because it. It gives you the most bang for your buck um, without the high risk of any type of traumatic injury. Mm-hmm. 
um, in yoga, you're going to improve muscle strength, muscle endurance. You're going to improve your cardiovascular fitness. You're going to get balance training, uh, core strength, flexibility. Um, and that, that flexibility is not only going to be lengthening muscles, but increasing the range of motion at the joints. Right. Uh, it's going to increase your breath capacity. And, you know, really, you're going to be more relaxed and feel more focused. Yeah. Um, it, there's a, the overall feeling that you get when you're done with a yoga practice isn't just a physical exhaustion, but it's of mental acuity. Yes. It improves your your brain function. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think part of uh, the reason why um, it can be intimidating for people is uh, social media right now. Um, I don't know if you're on uh, Instagram, but there's a lot of uh, yogis on Instagram, and they post these different postures daily. And th- you know, the postures are so complicated. Like you look at these things and you're just like, I don't even understand how they got into those postures. So I know I can't do it. Right. It comes across as if if I can't do that posture, then I'm not going to get the benefit from it. Right. You know, but it's really unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Right. That's that's a lot of yogis with, with, with big egos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big egos. Right. Because that's not what yoga is about. Yoga is not a competitive sport. Right. In fact, I, this morning, and that was one of the things I said. I was like, guys, don't even look around. You know, I'm going to give you option number one, option number two, option number three. And if you're feeling like option number one is challenging for you, then, then come on. What do you need to try to move on for? Let's stay with option number one. Everybody's where they need to be. Right. And anyone can benefit from moving. Yes. Um, basic yoga is is very easy. It doesn't need to be complicated. It's like learning to dance. Okay, when you, you when you learn to dance, what do you learn? You learn your first few basic movements. You practice those until you're really, really good at them. Then when you're really good at them, then you start to branch out and do some turns and an underhand and an overhand and you start to do other steps. Right. But you don't do that until you really build that foundation. Yes. Um, that foundation is what enables you to move on, be confident, and really allow your body to get where it needs to go along with your mind. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, something else that I want to talk about, because this comes up, I hear it, you know, not a lot, but it comes up from time to time enough that, you know, it's worth talking about, you know, because uh, I try to recommend yoga to a lot of people, especially uh, high stress people that aren't moving and they're not doing anything. They're not meditating. Uh, So I really I really try to encourage them to do it. And you know what? I get a lot of people that, uh, you know, they're Christian and they seem to think that there's some type of conflict between their religion and being able to do yoga. So they think that, you know, they can't do uh, yoga. So my my question to you, if if you know, is you know, can uh, can you practice yoga if you're a Christian? Oh, absolutely. Yoga is not a religion. <laughs> right. It's not a religion at all, and it's yeah. not in conflict at all um, to anyone's sense of spirituality. And in fact, if it's going to do anything, it would help you enhance yes. your spirituality, yes. mm-hmm. your connection to your divinity, whatever that is. Right. Um, it doesn't. You know, there are no the uh, the idea 
is that you are yoking, yoking, okay? So the actual definition of yoga is to yoke or mm-hmm. bind, mm-hmm. okay? And so what you're doing is you are basically trying to bind the mind, the body, and the spirit together. Um, and and in that way, enhance the life. It's not a religious practice. I suppose it could be if you wanted to take it to that level, mm-hmm. but you, it can. It's very much a lifestyle. It's, right. It's you. Um, how you? It's what you bring to the mat is what you're going to get out of it. Right. Um, I like to. You know. There's always um, an offering of gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, for wherever you are, you can you can set an intention and dedicate your practice. You can pray. That, that's okay. Right. It's all good. Yes. You be who you need to be. Um, I like to think of it's that yoking of the mind and the body and the spirit. I like to think of it not only in the sense of my own individualness, but of the yoking together of us as a community of like-minded individuals. Right. Seeking a greater mental, physical, and spiritual health together. Right. Because that's what community is. You know what, I think one of the things that intimidate people or make them think that it's, it has something to do outside of their religion is just the fact of the, the language because the, 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 the names, um, you know, mm-hmm. are, are not English. <laughs> so right. they, they don't, they, they don't know. another language because that's where yoga originates. Ex- exactly, um, right. <laughs> right, so yeah. the... the a lot of I don't use actually I don't use the Sanskrit anymore. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very rare that I use the Sanskrit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, all they are is words. Right. They're Sanskrit in an, all that is is another language mm-hmm. that really has nothing to do with religion at all. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad that we're talking about this because I just wanted to clear that up. Um, and just so that people don't feel like it, it's not for them when and they're missing out on such right. the, the amazing benefits of it. Yeah. And and um and just kind of like uh, one of my uh, last questions as far as yoga is concerned, um in someone getting started, like what's something really basic that uh someone can uh you know do on their own or or just kind of to get them going as far as their yoga practice is concerned. If they wanted to start practicing on their own? Yes. Uh, there are a lot of videos out there um, on YouTube and all over the place um, about, you know, you can purchase videos, beginner yoga classes, mm-hmm. um, how to do beginner salutations, sun salutations. That would be where I would start for most people, mm-hmm. um, starting with a basic sun salutation, the opening and the closing of the body, lifting, reaching to the sky, and then folding over and and touching the earth, um, basically moving through just basic movements, stretching, opening up the body. Those are good places to start. Yes. Uh, but I do like, um, I, I'm sure on YouTube you can find quite a few very, very beginner-type um, sun salutations. Mm-hmm. That's really the start. That's the foundation is to start with sun salutations. Okay, that's great. And, and you know, one of the things that I like um, in taking... Uh, Liz's classes is like she's very observant like she really 
right. uh, you know, observes what's going on in the class. She's always aware of everyone's kind of skill level or if she notices, you know, kind of a, a theme of an area that needs to be worked on, like it'll go in that direction. Remember, and, she uh, kept saying, you guys shouldn't be in this beginner class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We're like, we're fine here. We're fine here. <laughs> you need to yeah. be in the intermediate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, we were definitely intimidated. But when we got there, you know, she, like she said, you know, you do what you can. And, you know, there are people that, are maybe more advanced, but they're in their own world doing their thing and you're doing yours. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it was, it's, it's incredible. And, uh, we, we definitely recommend if you're, uh, in the New Jersey area close to our center that you, uh, come and you take a class with Liz and, and, you know, Liz, I know you, uh, teach classes other places as well. Um, how can people follow you as far as, uh, you know, your contact information, your, your social media information? Can you, um, you know, give us that? Sure. Well, I, um, I am in the process of kind of building my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, I not yet have my own website or even I have my own personal Facebook page, which, which if someone wanted to, to go to that and friend me, that would be fine. Um, it's, it's Liz Morella. It's under Liz Morella on Facebook. Um, basically, my email address is LizMorellaHealth at gmail.com. You can contact me directly. I do private yoga, uh, private yoga lessons. I do one-on-one personal training, and I also do nutritional counseling, so helping people make better choices in the, the foods that they're looking at and trying to learn more um, about how to feed their body in a better way so that they feel better, yes. that they improve their health. Yeah, and, and also, um, I just want to add, um, you know, people, they they go back and uh, they listen to podcasts. Like, you know, people still go back and they listen to our podcast from last year. So hopefully from, you know, months and years to come, people will be listening to this particular show. So um, when your site is up, uh, we'll definitely provide that in the show notes. So, uh, you know, her site will be available. And then also um, we're in the process of um, adding a segment uh, for mm-hmm. you on the Life, Strength, and Health uh, website as well. So um, people will definitely have ways to uh, connect with you. And um, so let me just ask you uh, one final question as we bring the show to a close. Um, if there was only one thing uh, that a person can do that would have the biggest impact on their health, what would that be? Oh, Wow. Hmm. You can only do one thing. <laughs> one thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the biggest impact, get the most bang for your buck, would be to change your diet, mm-hmm. um, improve your diet. Um, what that means is if you're a soda drinker, stop drinking soda. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big, that is a huge problem. Um, whether it's diet or not, mm-hmm. uh, really looking at how much sugar you're consuming. I guess the biggest impact would be to decrease your sugar. 
decrease yes. consumption right. um, to to as near to zero as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. I would have to say that would be my biggest impact. And if I could choose any, I, I've been saying this for years, if I could choose only one mode of exercise, what would I choose? I would choose yoga. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's very complete. Mm-hmm. Well, well, thank you for that. And uh, yes, um, before we let you go, do you have any any uh, final words you would like to say to our listeners? Uh, I want to thank you for having me on. This is great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I look forward to talking to anybody that wants to talk. Yes. Um, so if, if you'd like to contact me, please feel free to contact my email. Uh, I would. I love to talk about yoga and food and. Yeah, really moving people along their path, help them on their path too. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you yeah, thank for, you for, for joining, joining us, us. Yeah, yes. for being on the show, and, and thank you for um, teaching <laughs> at our holistic center. We appreciate you. Thank you, thank you. All right, thank you. Take care. Bye bye. So that is the conclusion of our interview with Liz. Hopefully you enjoyed the interview, but most importantly, you received value from it. And for access to the show notes pages where we'll have the audio of the show, the show notes pages, anything that we talked about in this episode and Liz's contact information, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 59 and you can get direct access to the show notes pages, okay? And also, if you are in the New Jersey area, we would love for you to come check out a yoga class at our center, Life Strength and Health. Yoga classes are at 7 p.m. and meditation is at 8 and just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com click schedule an appointment and you can register for those classes on there. Okay, so thank you for listening. And until next time, live healthier. We want to say thank you for listening to the show and for access to the show notes pages, more podcast episodes, blog content, as well as more information about our center, Life Strength and Health, then just visit us at lifestrengthandhealth.com. Until next time, live healthier.